You're listening to the podcast deal with DT. Yeah. What's good, everyone? You're listening to another episode of the podcast deal with DT. Um, we hope that you learned something about Chicago footwork with Skimmy. In our last episode, yeah, the shy skimmy. <laughs> Finally, I've edited it properly. And yeah, uh, you know, there's always a saying that it's never too late to learn something new. And all you got to do is just take the first step. And speaking of something new in today's episode, episode 16, uh, we have another guest joining us. This is my first time meeting her. And before she came, <laughs> she's like waving the camera. <laughs> uh, before she came, I was like checking out her website and... I come upon her about me page and there's like a whole series of her face like different <laughs> selfies and I think that's pretty dope because she went against the odds but instead of having a headshot she has a whole series of her face but when I when I do get a headshot I will no, go I and put my professional headshot it, there I think you just you, you should just keep it because it's it goes with the flow la, of oh, what cool, you yeah. what you do yeah <laughs> and there's something that I saw on her website she actually developed a Develop a own own personal movement technique uh, called right side up, which incorporates dance and acrobats. So I'm not gonna talk anymore. I'm just gonna keep it here. So let's welcome Beverly from Circus of Our Trading. Hello, hi, hi. My name is Beverly. I'm 23 years old this year. I just graduated from Nafa. Well, not just like I graduated a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm teaching. I'm, I've ventured more into circus art. So now I'm teaching aerial hoop. I'm teaching handstands and contortion. Wow. How long have you been teaching? Um, I, I graduated in May, right? Yeah. But then for like a good six to eight months, I was doing a lot of training. Mm-hmm. So I spent like all that time training. So I only started teaching. I actually only started teaching when Circuit Breaker ended. Oh, mm. that's very recent. Yeah. yeah. Now, how's Circuit Breaker like for you? Actually really great. Was it like a recharge moment or? I just spent everyday training. Wow. Just spent everyday training. And actually because, uh, okay, I started teaching online mm-hmm. in, during Circuit Breaker. Before Circuit Breaker, I actually didn't have a job. Mm. And then during Circuit Breaker, my teachers were like, since we're going online, do you want to teach anything? So they let me teach. So I got a job mm-hmm. during Circuit Breaker. Ah. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's it's, pretty cool. It's pretty fortunate. Also, like, yeah, yeah, very fortunate. Yeah. How is it like, like from transition of dance all the way to acrobat? Because I saw on your website, you actually started out in Chinese dance. Mm. Then you did some uh, Latin sports dance. Latin dance sport. Ah, dance sports. Mm. Then after that, you went to NAFA because of uh, education. And you have done ballet and contemporary. <coughs> and then <laughs> now, now you go like, like acrobatics is like, you know, one jump after another jump. Like what makes you want to jump and fall in love with acrobats? Ah, uh, um... My acrobatic dream started when I watched uh, these two shows that inspire mm-hmm. me a lot. One is Avatar, mm-hmm. The Last Airbender. Mm. I watched Ty Lee, wow. who was an acrobat. And then I really wanted to be an acrobat. Uh-huh. And back then I was doing Chinese dance. So it was, it was all, they Game all kind of, yeah, they, they work together very well. Uh. Then another one is Kim Possible. She's like a crime fighting cheerleader. Kim Possible. Wow. She's like a crime fighting cheerleader. So these things put together, I actually being an acrobat was my dream before I started um before I started my diploma in dance. Mm. So it was Chinese dance, Chinese dance, Chinese dance, Latin dance. Mm. And then like I really wanted to be an acrobat and then the best way to do it is go Nafa because I can train twenty five seven. So I went to Nafa uh dance mm. program. So I'm in the studios like 
and even though I should be dancing, I'm doing handstands all the time. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most like difficult move that you have ever done? Is there a name for it? The most difficult move that uh the heli helicopter. Okay. That we'll one check is it out. I, I spent uh months trying to figure it out and I gave up because it's just I just I couldn't fathom mm. how to do it. Then after practicing my handstands for a while, I took like a whole few months off it. And then I went back to it one day and it like it was like I really knew use brain. Yeah. Use brain like okay, what am I doing wrong? I knew lift my hand, I knew open my shoulder, I knew flip this, the leg is going where, what am I doing? Then afterwards I figured it out. Uh-huh. And I figured it out within a day and it was like biggest my best breakthrough ever. Wow. Mm. So sometimes it's mind over body also. Yeah, yeah. You sometimes have to mind over use body. your mind a lot yeah, more yeah. to visualize how you want to do that movement exactly. and all. So I'm just curious right now, like what is Circus of Our Trades? The Circus of Our Trades is uh it's a it's a company mm-hmm. that my partner and I started up. Uh, he's sitting down there. Yeah, he's yeah. sitting right there. <laughs> Hello, partner. It's my boyfriend. So at first, I mean, because I, I told you that I wanted to be an acrobat yeah, correct. from like when I was young already. And I love my country. La. Mm. Like I cannot imagine myself going overseas and being a circus artist overseas. So the oh, only okay. choice is do it here. La. But mm. here there's... There was only one circus company that I knew of. It's called Bonfire Circus. Mm-hmm. And so I joined that company, but uh, it wasn't really a company. It's more of a community circus. Mm. So they, they focus a lot on their comu- community building, which is not exactly the direction that I want to go in. I want to do this professionally. So then my partner, mm-hmm. who is studying at NUS, and he was learning how to manage stuff. Mm. And then he was like, you know, you could start our own company. <laughs> so, ah, he, okay. so he... So now he's my ta lao pan, no? he started oh. a company and I just get to be the stupid acrobat <laughs> <laughs> under the company. How long has it uh, how long has it been? Because I know it's before Circle of Autrades is something else, right? Not so circus or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, it yeah. was the not so great circus. Ah. It Why do you change the Because name? because the okay, the not so great circus, eh, it it um had a very good ring to us, ring to it when when we were creating the company, mm-hmm. and we imagined it when we came out of the name. We yeah. imagined it to be more uh, exciting, like when we introduced the not so great uh-huh. circus. It's welcome to the not so great circus, okay. that kind of thing. But then, but then because we don't get to introduce ourselves yet, right? People uh-huh. only see this online. Mm-hmm. So then every time people see it, then they the not so great circus. Ah. And then they just don't understand that it's supposed to be a juxtaposition. Ah, so then they just keep asking, why you call yourself the not so great circus? That's not very good marketing, what? Oh. They, yeah, so so we like, okay, okay, sorry, we cannot answer so many like because everybody mm-hmm. will ask why we call ourselves the not so great circus. So we decided to go with something more um vibrant. Vibrant. Yeah. More in your face. <laughs> <laughs> just I think something that people stop asking. La. You just ah. ask how to pronounce, but they don't they don't uh question our uh, choices. Mm. So what? How do you feel about dance and movement now? Because what you mentioned about circus is a lot of movement, you know. But mm. for us dancers, usually what we do is the music comes first before the dance, right? Okay. Well, the circus part is the movement comes first before the music, or you're actually uh, just concentrate more on movement. Then okay, let's see what kind of music comes along with it. Mm. Or it's actually the same as dance. I think same as dance. Like mm-hmm. sometimes different things inspire you first. Sometimes it's the movement that inspires you. Mm. Then you think of what music would uh, accompany this mm-hmm. this movement. But sometimes it's the music that inspires you first. Mm. Then you think of what movement can come with this piece of music. Mm. So I think same same as dance. Uh, like it can go both ways. 
So for your case, usually what do you do first? For my case, usually... Because from, from the topics and the conversation that we're having right now, it seems like you actually focus a lot on movement. Mm. Like you really focus like, okay, I'm trying to get that technicality right first. Mm. Then, you know, if it's a whole song go, you really go, you just like <laughs> try to focus. Because what I see in circles, I, I don't know, this one correct me if I'm wrong. Like usually they will have a movement and they do it until very elegantly. Mm-hmm. Then the music is just like, just like a backing sound. The so everybody track. will like, just focus on the movement. correct movement. Then you will just go like, how mm. the hell did that person do that? <laughs> like people will concentrate on the movement. While in dancers, you know, most of the time we go either very fast or sometimes if contemporary, you go a bit slower. Mm. For your case? For my case, uh, actually, actually, okay, if, if it's about choreographing mm. a piece, it's, I'm very, I'm also very music mm. inspired. I'm very music inspired. Like, like right now, I have an entire playlist mm. just for, like, I imagine the whole show based on the music. Mm. So, I would say in that sense, I'm very, I'm more inspired by the music mm-hmm. and trying to create according to what the music can give you. Mm. Um, and speaking of, you know, right side up, can you just share with us because just now I mentioned it's like a technicality it's a movement that you yeah. actually kind of created it yeah. so can you just share with us why do you call it right side up and then why is it that mm. as it is right side up is because you're upside down 90% mm-hmm. of the time in other mm-hmm. words being upside down is the right side up mm. standing upright is not correct uh, wow. yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. let me digest a bit can, can you say one more time <laughs> 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 because, um, in right side up you're dancing upside down correct 90% of the time. In other words, mm-hmm. when you're standing the standing upwards, yeah. you're the wrong side up. Ah. You should be upside, upside down, down, then you're the right side up. Ah. Okay, I hope you guys can visualize it. <laughs> <laughs> but why do you name that as that? Why do I name it as that? Uh, why don't you say like opposite down, or opposite up or like, wow. I think there were a lot of possibilities. Right side up was catchy, uh, It was okay. catchy. It was uh, and I think it, it is. Uh, cause right side up is a proper term, right? Mm-hmm. People use right side up if, for example, I put this thing upside down. Yeah. And then, uh, can you put it the right side up? Then you put it the other ah, way up. Ah, okay, that makes so, a lot of sense. So that's what it means, la, Right side up being like the correct way is, upside down, mm-hmm. which is the right side up, in this case. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that terminology is like woo. <laughs> All right, and um, just now Brian was sharing with us that you have a history behind that terminology. Can you like just share with us? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I went to Nafa mm-hmm. in my first year, and at my, in my first and second year at Nafa, I was just trying my best to learn from everybody, lah. Mm. Like I watch everybody and I see what they do and I try and learn from them because they're really good dancers. Mm. Then I'm I'm just trying to watch them and try and be like them, mm-hmm. but. I'm very awkward when I'm trying to be like them. Mm. And then, because yeah, I told you just now, most of my free time in the studios, I'm doing handstands, I'm not dancing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm dancing while doing handstands. Creating movements. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I would never dare to put it into my dance. Mm. Like, just because I think it's a... One of the things that people are experimenting with nowadays is just like, uh, is dancing really just doing all these flips mm-hmm. and turns and flips and turns? Like now, we're exploring a lot more um, intricate details in your mm. dance and you don't really have to be... Basically, I feel like if I start flipping around, people are not going to see me as a dancer. Mm. And I was a, supposed to be a dancer back then. Ah. So I would try not to flip around. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. But then in my third year, I had one lecturer who encouraged me to mm-hmm. just just do it. Just go and flip around, do your handstands anywhere you want, whenever you want while you're dancing. So I did. And that, so that's where I started. That becomes your signature yeah. movement? Yeah, it became my signature thing. Like, mm. if she's upside down, it's probably Beverly. Which it was um, Our grad show I was upside down 90% of the time After the grad show It was just like Why are you upside down All the time Like literally The only person upside down Is you And if you're on stage You're upside down (laughs) Wow Um, Wow I can imagine The blood flow though (laughs) Like now Imagine That blood You know Going through your head Yeah actually I'm surprised I don't faint Because Uh. Because a lot of times When I go upside down For too long When I come up I do see stars like it starts, which in fact is maybe the reason why. So right side up, right? It's not just about being upside down mm-hmm. and stuff. It comes with a lot of eccentricity. Mm. I move at like hundred and twenty percent speed, mm-hmm. or I freeze. Wow. So it's like it's like you're either like you go batshit crazy. Can yeah. I say batshit? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> you go like you go like batshit crazy, and then you like. Okay, then you go again. Well, that means your control is. Freaking strong ah. One of the things that I uh about right side up right uh. is the ability like I pride myself for the ability to move like crazy and then yeah. go into a handstand uh-huh. and hold it there. So handstands are a lot harder when you enter from dynamics. Yeah. Like if you're able to like okay, I come down, I put my hand down really, and you kick up. Mm. It's very easy, lah. Yeah. But like right side up is just like going like crazy and then and shoom. handstand. Oh my god. And that's um, yeah, I, I'm very proud of that one. I, I, I can see how proud you are because, you know, when you are speaking your passion and the eyes <laughs> just change, you know, the way you're describing everything just went full blast. <laughs> and then can you share with us the other term that... Uh, Upside Right yes. was a show that we did. Mm. I, I choreographed um, for a show. Uh, this... What am I saying? From NAFA, I have this friend. Mm-hmm. We graduated together and then we decided to do our own production mm-hmm. so he's another person who does a lot of upside down stuff but mm-hmm. he's he's uh i would say more peaceful mm. with his approach to handstands okay so we are complete opposites but we're both like upside down people yang, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. black and white yeah uh. correct so but but since we were kind of both upside down people and we both want to do our own production so mm-hmm. we did together mm. we worked together then um so the title of the show was upside right mm. Because since we're both upside down people, yeah. upside right is right side up, uh-huh. but upside down. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that just blew my mind for a moment. <laughs> oh my god! How how uh how long did you uh, created this production? Um, the production period. Well, how I don't know. It was sporadic. Mm-hmm. So we started with all the planning and stuff, and that took a couple of weeks mm-hmm. to about a month mm-hmm. of just planning the production budgeting and asking people for help coming out of the proposals for it we had help from like our NAFA uh, vice dean we mm. had help from our NAFA lecturers and um, some other contacts that my friend had that just helped us with budgeting and everything so that took about a month mm-hmm. then we waited for our NAC grant fun- yeah, the funding the grant which approved woohoo uh, afterwards, the rehearsal period was very sporadic because our most of our dancers were NAFA students, and we don't want to touch them during their NAFA yeah, term. Yeah, so we had yeah, so we had a few rehearsals before their 
before their term started. Mm-hmm. Then we they took a like two months break, three months break for them to focus on school. Then after school, then we had more training rehearsals. Mm. So the whole period was about eight months. Wow! But right. yeah, in between, yeah, there, it was there like isn't. a lot of gaps in between. But what makes you want to do this production? What sparks you? Like, okay, let's do it. What sparks me? I I think I'm very used to not having. Uh, sorry, I'm very used to. Like I know what I want, right? Mm-hmm. It's not anything I can find here. Mm. If I want to do it, I will not be given the opportunity. I have to create the opportunity. Ah. In that sense, so like yeah, okay. that's why I, I, uh, I very highly respect companies like all the dance companies in Singapore. But mm-hmm. I would never go and join because I know, I will not get to do what I want to do. Ah, okay. So you wait. Don't wait for things to happen. You just want to do it because. If not, who's going to do it for yeah. you, right? Yeah, correct. Oh, that's really dope, man. And how much the, may I ask, how much that budget that you actually plan out for? I think we, eh, how much was it? Uh? Renting the space itself was 5k plus. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it was mad. And the hustle to sell tickets to cover costs and, and we had to pay our dancers and we were like, we don't want to be those. pay your dancers? We pay our dancers. Wow, that's freaking we, we, dope. We didn't want to be like, like a, like, cause the, the show is really very intense. Oh, it's very okay, intense okay, okay. And we don't wanna like like I put you through so much And I pay you 50 bucks Yeah yeah so we That doesn't like, make sense Yeah yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah. All, The whole budgeting We were like Okay we need to pay these guys fairly We need to Because they're doing a lot of work right mm-hmm. So how much do we need We need like 11k in a, Okay Oh my god We managed to cover The cost of our oh, Venue hire And And pay our dancers mm. From the ticket sales The hustle for the ticket sales Was mad Where, where, where was the production? May we had it enough uh. How's the How's the shockness? It's, it's damn shock la. Um, Of course, definitely the show itself because I'm very terrible at management. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the show itself was, um, the performances were nice. Mm-hmm. The management around everything <laughs> okay. was real trash. Like we didn't even have anyone who would be at the door saying, house is open, please go in. Oh really? It's only when the show started when we were like, wait, People should be coming in now. Oh, no. <laughs> we haven't planned for anybody to open the door. Then we, nah, I, me, I'm supposed to be performing. Right? I went out, I opened the door. I was like, you can go in now. Wow. <laughs> the, 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 the planning is really quite um, ghetto. It's really mm. like, you figure street it out on la. the spot. Yeah, it's this very street. La. You just figure it out on the street, spot. Yeah. Then you, oh yeah, I'm supposed to let the audience in, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then what's your future plan for this whole circus of our tradies? Future plan, we yeah. want to... Uh, be the circus of Singapore like mm. represent Singapore professionally mm-hmm. and um, we just we want to be resident here mm. uh, well okay by resident I don't mean that we're just here yeah, all yeah, the time yeah, la, right, but, right. but like for example representing Singapore. yeah we represent mm. Singapore in that sense we would travel overseas mm. perform as Singaporeans I guess you just want to have Singapore for Singapore and then represent Singapore wherever you go is Singapore yeah, wherever Singapore, we go Singapore. Is Singapore, Singapore just put Singapore, a Singapore flag on it just put a stamp on it like, this yeah. is made in Singapore correct, or something like correct, this correct la. okay 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 um, but have we, you ever thought of like joining a huge circus like, like Cirque du Soleil no. like, have you ever thought of never no no my big dream is to own yeah to own what to have a Singapore circus. Okay, because I just, I really hate whenever I, I want to train, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or no, whenever I tell people I want to be a circus artist, yeah. this is what I always get. Then why don't you go overseas? Why mm. don't you go Los Angeles, you go yeah, Vegas, yeah, yeah. go to wherever, everywhere, anywhere else but Singapore. Like, don't stay here. You cannot pursue Grow your dream here. Not, yeah, but, and that's what I want to change. La. I don't mm. want people to say that I have to go overseas mm. if I want to pursue my dream. Like, 
And I, I, I really hope that this circus is the is gonna show people that mm-hmm. you can make your own dream mm. here. You don't have to go overseas to do it. Well, you can do it prides, here. Yeah. I'm very Singapore pride. I'm very pro Singaporean. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and actually, um, what do your parents say when you actually wanted to go into this, you know, this path? Because this is super unconventional. Mm. Like most of the time, you know, everyone is like, hey, you go and be a doctor or you be a, nowadays, you be a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're going to the other opposite direction where it's being in a circus, mm. which, you know, in Singapore, honestly speaking, there isn't a platform for you. You're creating everything by yourself. You're trying mm. to show people that this is us. This is Singapore, mm. made in Singapore. And here we are. Come and support. Like, what makes you, you know, wanted to go this unconventional road? And what do what do your parents actually say? Uh, I would, I would actually, I would say that a lot of what I am today mm. is created by my parents. Oh, nice. So, it's always my parents that. Well, okay, my mom is a bit more realistic, mm-hmm. and she's a bit like she has six kids, right? So. Mm-hmm. I mean, Six. if I fail also, in the end, one of them are going to be able to feed her. Oh. <laughs> so, so she's not too worried. <laughs> so, so she's, they're not too worried about like, like your kids not making it oh, because okay. there are enough of us. Wow. <laughs> enough of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but my, my dad is... Uh, the reason why I'm so patriotic is because of my mm. dad. Uh, ah, okay. Like from, from young, it's watching war movies. We're watching war movies, Korean war, whatever war, Japanese war, everything. All the whatever war you can... It's ah. just like war movies. Mm-hmm. And then he's always like he's very propaganda. So, so uh, like um, it's all like honor your country, protect your country, love your family, love your this one. Is love he your an one. officer in in the army? He is uh, what was he now? I don't Should know. be lah. The way he speak until that is then, huh? In check ah, uh, in check okay uh, quite uh, no, uh, he, that says it all uh. mm. He's not full time. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. After. After the two years, then done. Uh. Mm-hmm, correct, okay, 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 but okay. he's super... Patriotic. Uh. Yeah, he's super patriotic. And that's where all of this comes from. Uh. Mm, okay. And then they have nothing against what I'm doing. Mm. And they're super supportive. My, my siblings also, they're all super supportive of what I'm trying to do. I think I have enough fighting spirit to prove mm-hmm. to them that I'm not going to give up on this halfway. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Well, that's, that's really lucky of you. I'm that your parents lucky. is like supportive. Because... Knowing like for us, like I have to prove to my parents that I want to do this for a living. Like mm. I li- literally like when on an international stage, invite them, pay pay tickets for them to go and watch <laughs> me. Then they oh okay, this is this is a awesome. real thing. Okay, it's mm. not a joke. Mm. Then later on, after a few years later, it's kind of semi approved, but haven't fully approved. Invite them to a gala premiere. Okay, this is the movie I choreographed. <laughs> Here you go. This is a ticket. Then you know all the director and, and actress and actor. Oh, we want to thank DT for choreographing this movie and all. Then they, ah, okay, can make a living of it. Then full step. <laughs> like, okay, here you go. Stamp of approval. Mm. And for your case, it's like, you know, it's already, yeah. they're already giving you that opportunity. I'm very lucky. And I mean, wow. It's like, how many people in Circus of Altradies? We have 11. Uh-huh. Right now. Are they all full-timers or is it just like freelance with now, you? Now we're just freelance and um, a lot of the people that we brought into our company, mm-hmm. a lot of people that are part of our company now, they are, some are professional, mm-hmm. but some are, they're like, you know your hidden talents in Singapore? Yes, correct. A lot of them are, they're super talented but behind doors. Mm. And uh, so these are the people that we brought onto our company. Um, 11 people? And then 11 mm. people are all freelancers. Yeah. Have you ever thought of making this like full-time. 11 into full-time? We, we, that's definitely, that's the, that's the big dream. Uh. We, mm. 
right now we can't afford to have them full time. So now they are, they have their own jobs. They mm-hmm. have their own all their students mm-hmm, some. Mm-hmm. But eventually, when we grow our company, when we start doing like bigger shows, bigger shows, and we have gigs. I mean, when COVID is over, yeah, also yeah, la, yeah. And we have gigs. We and don't know when it's going to be over, yeah, but let's hope. Who knows when? Yeah. But when all that is over, when we, when we're able to grow our company, we definitely want to hire them full time. What's your biggest dream right now for this? What's my biggest dream right now for this? It's a show. Mm-hmm. It's a big show in four years time, mm-hmm. uh, like a running show that goes on for one month. Oh, nice. Okay. I mean, you sell a shit ton of tickets. Okay. <coughs> I, I believe you can. If you can sell the first one, your first production, I think. <sighs> why not, man? The rest would. The first production was. A how test, many tickets a test, was a it? A testing ground for you, you know. Then now later on, dream bigger. Like, you know, <laughs> I build a freaking ten out of this big, you know. Yeah, we want a ten. Yeah, we want a ten. I think to keep it, you know, circus, the realistic mm. of circus. I think having it. A tent is yeah. the vibe is different than yeah. having it at an indoor stadium. I yeah, think correct, correct. You know, it's just like everyone sitting like watching a concert, yeah, but you yeah, want yeah. that you know that vibe to mm. to be realistic. Yeah. And have you which country do you feel like okay I want to take this to Europe, America? Which country? Don't don't say <coughs> Asia la, Don't say regional la. I mean regional is quite quite common. Uh-huh. But which is the furthest country would you want to take? What's the furthest country we want to take this to? LA. LA. Ah. I think, I think I think you can. <coughs> I, I I always feel like, you know, the first step is always the hardest to take. Mm. And if you're willing to take that first step and already you took that first step, I think now is how much you're gonna build. How much mm. you're gonna and it seems like you have a lot of people supporting you right now. Mm. Which just nice I mean not just nice, like this whole COVID nineteen situation is happening. This is the time where you can oh, build just nice COVID nineteen. You, know, you can build, you can you can, you know, figure yeah. out stuff that Yeah. Uh, one of the things we're very fortunate about is um, because right now we're, we're still a baby company, right? Yeah, yeah, we have yeah. nothing to lose. Ah, yeah, we yeah, have yeah. nothing to lose. And like, it, it's very sad, but we do get to watch how other people are coping with, with um, COVID. Yes. And how other companies are affected by COVID. And like, we are trying to learn as much as we can uh, mm-hmm. so we can avoid that from happening in the future. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious, right? Have you ever been to overseas for training then come back? Because like for me, right? I have been learning dance in Singapore. Then if there is like an, like a pioneer or OG or creator in like Japan or Korea or mm. Taiwan, I'll fly all the way there just to learn from them. Mm. Then I'll come back to Singapore. Yep. Or the other way around, we will invite them here. But for circus-wise, how do you go about? Do you ever travel overseas mm, yes. for training? Yes. The first time I went overseas to train, uh, I started doing aerial hoop here in Singapore first. Mm-hmm. And then I was recommended, I, I I told someone about my dream of doing the flying trapeze. You know mm-hmm. the flying trapeze? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just so happens that person was teaching at a trapeze school in Sydney. Ah, just okay. so happens. I was so lucky to be talking to that person. Mm-hmm. And then she recommended me to go. So I saved up. And then... Um, later that year I went to Sydney For a whole month I did okay. one month Of intensive training Every day I go to the Flying trapeze school wow. My hands were tearing Wow They were tearing And then I, I came back uh, Did the same thing The next year uh-huh. <clears throat> Then I met 
there was one circus artist who came to Singapore, mm. Australian. His name is Chris, Chris mm-hmm. Carlos. Came to Singapore, uh, through a friend, we got to he uh, we got to do like a private class with him, mm. and then he was so good. He uh, he was only in Singapore for like two days. Mm-hmm. Then he left. He went to Malaysia and he texted. He was like, guys, uh, I really like training with you. Um, I'm gonna come back to Singapore. Nice. Can we do another class? Like he came back to Singapore to do another class with us, and I was just I'm very appreciative from of Malaysia that. back to Singapore. Yeah. Wow. He came back to Singapore, and then afterwards, um. Uh, you remember the community circus I was telling you about? Bonfire yeah, yeah, yeah. Circus. Correct. So mm. they, after that, they invited Chris Carlos. He's mm-hmm. part of this company, um, Spin Circus. Mm-hmm. Uh, they invited Spin Circus to Singapore to run like a intensive program. Mm. So they did like a four-day intensive. And then all the all my dream acrobats, I follow them on Instagram, right? Uh-huh. It's all there in front of me. Wow. Like at at the like your circus. Idols is in front yeah. of me right now. I was like, <laughs> there was um <laughs> I had a they were all standing in front of the lift. Mm-hmm. And it, the class started at 9 a.m., right? So it was 8 30. I was like walking in, I was like groggy. Then I saw my idols like <laughs> <laughs> Everything changed. <laughs> <laughs> Everything changed. And I, I do my hair properly. <laughs> do my hair properly and I walk in again. Ah, hello. Hi. Hi. But yeah. what makes you decided to go to Australia? to uh, train I think it's as of now mm. it's very fair to say that I don't have like again what I want I'm not gonna find it here mm. yet I'm not gonna find it here and I do have to go overseas to find it la. Mm. and I, I really wanna be an acrobat and there's no way I can uh, a lot of the things I do is self-taught okay right like I teach myself how to do a walkover how to do a heli mm. how to do a handstand wow. but there's only so much you can teach yourself uh-huh. before it gets dangerous, mm-hmm. and then um, also doing it alone. Yeah, you know you cannot get very far la. That's why I, I had to go overseas mm. to do to further my training. So I went to Australia. My partner and I we went to Australia together for this acrobatic convention. Uh, okay. It was crazy. Like there are like hundreds of people, hundreds of acrobats there, uh. and then just watching all those people, you get very inspired, and then you take it back a lot. You take a lot back home. Yeah. And then with all that information, we can teach the people that we have here. Mm. Teach the people who are interested. Just like let them try. Then I went overseas again. Mm-hmm. Australia again. So most of the stuff you learn is in Australia, basically. Mm, is correct. there any other places that you would like to take your education to? I went to Philippines. Uh-huh. I went to Philippines, did the flying trapeze. It's so ghetto there. Ghetto. Because <laughs> really, like in Australia, when I when I was training there, they they take it very slowly. Really, like mm. your basics need to be very clean. Mm. You need to do this properly first. Do all these beginner stuff. Then you can do the higher advan- higher level stuff. Mm-hmm. When the Philippines, they're like, you try this flip. You <laughs> try this <laughs> to Philippines. They just straight out let me try all the crazy shit. Oh my god! They straight out let me try. Which, to be honest, I I love it a lot more mm. I know that um, I know that uh, my basics. I kind of I know I'm strong enough. Mm-hmm. And coordinated enough, mm-hmm. I just need to catch up with my level mm. in flying trapeze. Like mm-hmm. I just need to catch up with my level, so I don't like to do things too slowly because I know I'm my level is here. Okay. I just need to catch up, like yes. two private classes and then catch up mm. and then that's it. So I really appreciate the Philippines one because wow. it was just like I went there and it was just like advanced level mm-hmm. skills. They let me take off the safety lines. Just what? Yeah, they let me take off the safety lines. <laughs> wow, that's a bit. <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy. It was really crazy, but I, I really love it. La. Um, mm. Where would I like to go to train? Yeah. Where would I like to go to train? I would like to go to Vegas. 
Vegas. Mm. A lot of the people that I follow on Instagram now are in Las Vegas, Vegas. Uh. and they are just they are powerful performers. Like I mean, I don't mean powerful like they're gonna make me yeah, yeah, cry yeah, yeah, yeah. emotionally, mm. but I mean powerful like where do these skills come from? Mm. And 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 their showmanship is like incredible. Yeah, Vegas is a. That's why they always say the Vegas show. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy, and I want to watch them mm. live. I want to train with them. I love them now. I really love them. <laughs> I want to be them. Well, I'm just again curious, right? Because in terms of dance, like street dance, there isn't any cert. There's no certificates at all. In terms of ballet, there is. You have to go through stages mm. for acrobatics. Don't have. Don't have. Don't uh, have. Okay, so that means. You just want to uh, like these instructors have their own speciality. This is where you go to them and learn their right. techniques and everything. Learn what they do. Ah, okay, okay. Because mm. this is like a brand new world for me. I mean, I think this is the first time that I'm hearing all this. So if I'm asking like stupid questions, pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> have I have I actually told you why I I chose to convert? Yeah, to why? Be an acrobat. Um. I told you about my Nafa journey, right? Correct, and yes. I was trying to trying to dance like my friends and then mm. I was learning that. Like it I realized that it's not like halfway while through pursuing my dance diploma, mm-hmm. I I was going through this like, do I wanna be a dancer or do I wanna be an acrobat? I mean because mm. I told you before yes, I want to be a circus artist from Day one. Day yeah. one. But then like I started dancing a lot and I, I know I know I enjoy it. Mm. I know I enjoy it. And then it was like, then do I want to be a dancer or do I want to be an acrobat? And I I realized that after exploring a lot, mm-hmm. it is not actually dancing that I enjoy. I mm. do not like. I don't express myself through Freely. dance. Yeah. I. I, I, I'm very liberated by movement mm. like how big you move and how much I f- like flipping and turning and dropping and rolling and everything mm-hmm. it's liberating and like that's what I love I love uh, throwing myself all over the place mm. uh, that's when I realized I think I'm an acrobat uh. like <laughs> I think I, I, I like I can admire watching people be emotional mm-hmm. about their movement mm. and and like express themselves through their movement but i know that i am a flip here flip there i love this dynamic momentum trash Mm, (laughs) i think that's something that you guys if you all want to you know try to do those moves you can go and find her (laughs) 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 definitely (laughs) (laughs) okay we're gonna wrap things up here thank you so much for joining us thank you Uh, and yeah this is this has been an inspiring journey for me and to all our listeners. And do you have any last words do you want to say? Um, do I have any last words? Yeah. Uh, I want to encourage everybody to just go for it. Like if you have a big idea, a big dream that you know you... Like um, 20 years later, you're going to regret you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Then do it now. <clears throat> mm. uh, something for parents. I think it's very important that you support your children. And... Uh, let them chase their dreams. Mm. Um, be a dreamer. Yeah. Life is so much more fulfilling. <laughs> yeah, be a dreamer. Oh, I like that quote. <laughs> and, and do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, follow us mm-hmm. on Eltradis SG. Mm-hmm. It's our circus company on Instagram. Anything else I want to plug? Your Instagram? My Instagram? Oh yeah, I forgot. I have my own Instagram, right? Yeah. Beverly11. <laughs> I post all my... 
training stuff there. If you want to see what crazy stuff I do, it's all on Instagram. I'm an open book. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> um, all right. Um, before we end this whole podcast, usually we have this segment. Um, could you recommend us a song on your playlist? Yeah. Okay. The song I've chosen is Zhen Sing Ying Xiong. It's by Jackie Chan and, uh, and some other some artists. Other artists. Okay. And why, why do you want to recommend that song? It's heroic. It's heroic. Just bring it, you bring you up. Uh. Yeah. It makes me... Um, I recognized this song from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those hero songs that my dad used to play in the car mm. all the time. I forgot about it for a long time. And I actually just a couple of weeks ago, I heard it again. And... It just like as soon as I heard it, I heard it um, in a cof- uh, hawker center, mm. in a hawker center from some shop shop that was playing. I heard it and I was like, I know this song, I know this song. And I went to go and find the song, and it, it feels. It feels it, you went back to your childhood days. Feels uh. like, I feel like I went back to my childhood days. I feel like a hero when nice. I listen to that song. You should go and listen to that song. Go check it out. And uh, once again, thank you so much for joining thank us. You. Yes, thanks um, for having me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And uh, you can listen to this episode previous episode and future episode uh, on Spotify and Anchor with the title The Podcast Deal with DT and you can check me out on Instagram at DarrenDT for love, for love, for love, for love me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, COVID-19 situation is still ongoing and there are more than 55,000 cases and it's not over yet. So although, you know, the new cases are beginning to drop but it's still there. So please take good care of yourself, continue to be safe and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.